Let us do the talking, just relax and unwind. Laugh your ass off, baby, have a good time. Robin Youssef, yeah, we something sublime. Run your mouth, bitch, yo, we out of our minds. Welcome back to the Run Your Mouth Podcast. We've got a fun crew here today. Special guest, Eric Levi. Um, of uh, health fame. I don't hey. know, you, you tell me, what, what's your plug? I'll go with that. Health fame. Health fame. Health influencer. Um, what's the what's the name of your your pot? The holistic a hole. I, I should. Mm. We could have clarified this beforehand. I, I like really health just, fame though. Yeah, it's, I really uh, could have just gotten a simple like note page of. Yeah, <laughs> I like your style though. No prep, just get into it. Just fucking get into it. Okay, from the holistic a hole podcast. I actually I was on that. Uh, it's probably two months back, but we had a really good time. We we talked about shits. We talked about uh, going to the hospital. We talked about being healthy. So I absolutely recommend that. We've got Joseph Roberts here, and then as always, our production crew, Mike Harrington. Uh, now, before we get started, a couple uh, housekeeping things I got to address. A little while ago, we had a beef with another podcast, um, oh, sure. and oh, they had an episode of ours pulled, which they're, they're rotten people. They're really not good people, but we're not looking to defame them or start another thing, or you know, we're not trying to send our fans after them. We want nothing to do with them. We want to live our lives as far away from those rotten people as we can. However, not only did they have one of our episodes pulled down for supposed defamation, which it wasn't. Are you a defamer, Joseph Roberts? Uh, I'm not going to answer that question. No, you're a man of the people. You love people. I am the man of the people. Eric, could you see me being out there defaming someone? We've known each other for a while. Does I that mean, seem in like certain kind of... in in certain moods of light, yes, maybe no. a little. No, you're I'm you're a, a good guy. No, I'm not out you're there defaming anybody. So, anyways, not only did they have one of our episodes pulled down. Apparently, they went on a little tear of leaving us really nasty reviews. On iTunes? On iTunes. That's just like runners. Runners (laughs) always do that kind of stuff. They're so snippy. It's a running podcast. Well, listen, we don't don't want to defame them. We don't want to send our listeners after them. And by the way, if you were (laughs) looking for them and ended up here, you're in the right spot. You found the better podcast. Yeah, I'm so tired from jogging here. (laughs) So anyways, we need you guys to help us out. If you're a fan of our show, please post a... Post a favorable review, a nice rating. We got to drown out those nasty comments from those people. They said that we were still making AIDS jokes, which we might have been, but they were probably funny. AIDS if we jokes? Did. What do you mean, still making AIDS jokes? It's fine, you know. I thought that was part of the mission statement at Gas Digital. <laughs> was, well, yeah, it, well, that's why we're not on the network. We're not doing enough AIDS jokes. Oh, boy. <laughs> they have like a certain criteria before they'll bring you on, and we haven't hit that quota yet. So help us out. Go uh, go, give us a nice rating. Okay. Now, the next Rating's thing- important. The content of the review is not. Right. No, no, no. Don't trash us. We were saying that last week that we were going to pick a winner for who trashed us. But let me tell you. And it's like, these people are homophobic and they should stop with their hate speech. Oh, congratulations, Philip. You won. Uh I just kind of found out reading bad reviews doesn't doesn't really make me feel very good. (laughs) (laughs) You hear that, folks? (laughs) Don't give Bobby negative reviews. No, no. no. Say nice things. Five stars and don't say anything mean. All right, well, so let's get into the health food um, situation a little bit. So first and foremost, I'd love to know what inspired you to take the plunge into the holistic lifestyle. And then also you seem to, you have like a real academic background here. It's not just like, you're not just winging it. You're not one of these people who started drinking kombucha and has kale shakes and now just preaches their friend. That's how it started. Right. That I mean, that's how it started. I was like, uh, I mean, I was in pretty bad shape probably like four years ago. And uh, my wife did this bone broth fast, 
and she'd always been doing like these weird diets and I was eating, you know, you know, doing comedy, eating top ramen, dollar pizza, taco. Like, what I didn't was your care. top weight? Because I never remembered you even being fat or chubby. In New York, my top was probably, I, well, I lost a shit ton of weight when I first moved to New York. Like right. typical, like first year, you're starving. Like I lost like probably 15 pounds just eating nothing and walking around the city all day. You know, it's funny. I'm such a fatty and Harrington, like 15 pounds is nothing. That's like a statistical marginal error. Like that's not, <laughs> yeah. that's not gaining weight or losing weight. That's just, I had a sandwich this weekend. Like, that's just like the buffer. Yeah. I just <laughs> over hoagied. Like that's not, 15 pounds is not the difference between skinny and fat. That's the difference between a little bit of chub it's not like a 50 pound margin where you know it's like the difference between that's the difference between joseph roberts level of fat my level of fat and harrington's like that's the the upgrades there you're now in a different category yeah 15 pounds on you you're like marginally chubby right 15 pounds like I'm you don't a, even need to change your shirt uh it gets a little tight but you don't need to change the oh thing. It, yeah it gets tight my yeah. i mean my pants my pant size like i like i had all like i think 36 jeans right and then lost like that 15 pounds i was like i mean i couldn't wear anything but you know I'd, I'd be like wrapping my belt twice around and have like the like the cock part like you know bending out way too far and yeah, you had to keep your you had to have a boner just to keep your fucking pants exactly up. you gotta leave the house much. take a blue chew make sure you got an erection supporting the pants yeah pretty pretty much um, okay, so tell me about this bone broth that kicked so, it all off. For so you. she does a bone broth fast, yeah. And basically, what it was, she pretty much guilted me into it, which is like the joy of being married because it's like if she does something, she's not not going to force you to do it. Well, it's almost like they're they're not going to shut the fuck up about how special they are because they're doing that, or exactly. That you need to give them sympathy because it's my bone broth, bro. So you almost have to be like. Fuck it. I'll do this, bro. I don't want to hear your bullshit like you need to be catered to because you have no calories in your system but bone broth. I'll just be miserable too for the week. Yeah. That's I what we're doing. I wanted nothing to do with this. Let me yeah. just put it out there. Like I, I wanted nothing. I was very happy just, you know, eating garbage and eating dollar pizza, not thinking twice about it. And I was, I was, I was that good. Must, that must have been when you were at the Lantern a lot, right? Oh, yeah. You... I, was, I mean, I was doing that whole rotation, Lantern, Pear. I was probably doing checks at LOL you know, get home at whatever, two, three in the morning. Like, I mean, it was, it was good. Like I have no complaints about that. To to give a little context here, um, Eric Levi has luckily evolved from doing full-time standup to a more dignified career here (laughs) where he's actually trying to help people out. And it seems like there's more of a, uh, like stepping stones towards an income. But one of the really cool things about Eric is firstly, you were in it in terms of doing standup. You weren't doing cat. You weren't, you weren't doing it casually. You were out every single night and you also had a different degree of hustle to you in that you were one of the early people to figure out the meetup scene Mm -hmm. and how to like self-produce shows and get people to come out. Um, which in New York is rare. Like most of us are kind of trying to find those people like you actually have some hustle and can get people into a room or we're just working at LOL for too long. You know what I mean? <laughs> we fall into these different categories, but like you, I mean, you were fucking out every night doing standup for probably like a five year stretch in New York. Oh yeah. Like six years. Six I mean, years. Yeah, yeah, I was, I mean, from the, from the day I got here, it was like, I mean, open mics, bar shows, barking, checks, guests, whatever, you know, and hustling. Then, you weren't doing it casually. I was doing there it, are people yeah. who say that they're doing this and like, maybe they'd up a couple mics a week or like, you know, they do it three nights a week. Basically what I do. I'm basically describing myself right now. Um, <laughs> people named <laughs> <Yeah>. Rob Bernstein. <laughs> and then there are people who are fucking doing it. You were doing it. All right. So you're at home. You're having the, you're having the bone so broth. So the wife's doing the bone broth fast. And pretty much just like you said, it was like one of those situations where it was like, either I don't, either I do it and things can be 
not things will be like livable in my apartment. It's a New York apartment. It's not like you know we have houses where it's like you can do your bone broth fast and I can go to the man cave right. and you know play. No, it was like I'm gonna be in the room with you while you do this. So you're gonna be fucking giving me shit the whole time. So I feel like that. By the way, when it comes to cigarette smoking, I'm not a cigarette smoker. And if I'm hanging out with people or cigarettes, I'm not gonna smoke cigarettes. But if you stick me in a room. Like if I'm in a bar and people are smoking at the bar, I'm I'm now a smoker. If like if I'm in a car and people are smoking, say like there's a small enough space that if I'm stuck with you and I got to breathe in your secondhand smoke, then fuck it, I'm just gonna just smoke. Grab a smoke. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of what you were experiencing, where it's like I'm already living this. I might as well just do it. Right. Give me the goddamn bone broth. Yeah. And it was brutal. I mean, it was like I think it was like a five day. Like all we ate was like bone broth for a that's, whole for for five days. And, so is that just like? Ouch with soup, basically. You're just throwing some bones. Yeah, basically what you do is you take bones, and now it's like a big industry, so you can get this shit like powdered and just like throw it in some hot water and make it. But, you know, the way we would do it, it's like, you know, old Eastern European, you know, fucking Olga standing over the pot. Go grab some bones from the butcher for like three bucks for like five pounds of bones. You throw it in some boiling water. Just let it simmer for like two days. And then you have just this gelatinous, I mean, you know, fucking broth from bones. What's you know? it supposed to do for you? It's full of minerals. It's, uh, I mean, it's 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 amazing for your stomach or your gut. It's amazing for, I mean, your bones. It's got a ton of magnesium, calcium, but vitamins. Why can't, <laughs> this is the fat ass of me. Why can't I have a bowl of ice cream and drink the bone broth on the side? <laughs> Why do I have to go exclusively bone broth for these benefits? Is it an you know what you don't thing? do. You could just do that. You, I could do that. You could, so just, like, you could just like do that. If in the morning fine. I'm having my Twinkies with some bone broth, right. I could I could change it all around. You're gonna for get me. something. Yeah, there's gonna be a nice mix of like a little. You, you see, know, these are the hacks I'm looking for. Because look, if you do have the Twinkie in the morning, Let, first of all, it's a terrible time to have a Twinkie. If you're gonna have a right. Twinkie, do it like later in the day. For the record, I eat a lot of cake products. Twinkie's not one of them. Okay. Let's not degrade the kind I, of cake I'm eating. Sure. Okay. So cake. If you're doing a ho ho in the morning, if you're doing one of those strudels or whatever. Yeah, so so where do we go? Uh the bone broth. Yeah. It's it it's really easy to make and it make you make a shit ton of it. And basically just for like five days that's that's all we ate. And it was terrible because it was like I mean, bone broth is is good. You buy it in like the East Village, it's like twelve dollars a cup. Like people are walking around with like coffee cups now with it, you bone know. Broth, but it's fucking expensive. You, you can, can make, make it, it for, home nothing, for nothing. For pennies, right? Um, but it was terrible because it was like the middle of February and it was like one of those winters, not like this cold. winter, but it was just cold and, and it was And you didn't snowy. even have the energy to fuck. You're like, no. we just have to cuddle and no. hope for the best here. And my grandparents died like within like two weeks of each other. <laughs> so I had to go to two funerals and- it's because it, they survived the Holocaust, <laughs> not for their grandkids to be eating bone broth. Right. So I'm just so a like, disgrace. like, we were fat American kids. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. I didn't come here on the boat <laughs> for yeah. you to eat bone broth like a right. poor immigrant. So, uh, so yeah, so that like, that was like my intro into it. I was like, because I actually saw like a benefit because it wasn't just the fast. Then like after the fast, it was like taking these herbs and these supplements and it was like a very strict, uh, like diet, like no sugar, no carbs, like only vegetables. And then you kind of graduate into some more food and it like totally just reshaped the way that my body works. Like that's the, that's the most easy way I can put it. And so I was like, holy shit, like this is this is legit, you know, like food is medicine, food, you know, like health. Like, it's not just like, I'm going to go to the juice, uh, the juicing place and get like a green juice and be able, like, I'm not going to eat a, you know, a, a pint of ice cream and a juice. This was like actual, holy shit, like, you know, I'm not constipated 
anymore. You know, like my like I I wait I sleep through the night and I wake up I feel good. I don't need coffee like at six at night. Um, it, it was like legit. So I was like, okay, like there's something to this. And then that kind of got me started in this whole just like experimenting with diets. Like I did the bulletproof diet for like a month. I I went vegan for like two years and I was <laughs> I was in it, dude. And, um, and then it was like a year ago that I just kind of hit this point where I was, you know what I mean? You hit that point after just a, probably a bad spot at LOL or the Creek or whatever. And you're like, what am I doing with my life right now? And, uh, and so I'd been, uh, my wife actually became a health coach like three years ago. She never followed through cause she started her own business doing something else. And she, but she still had like contacts to this world. And uh, I just so happened to hook up with a dude, uh, like, you know, talk, not like hook up and fuck and stuff, but like talk to a dude about his education in this. And he was like, there's this really good program called Nutritional Therapy. And I was like, and it's, it's not just like bullshit health coaching, you know, because you'll go online and it's like on Facebook, there's like these health coaches and they're like, hey, get fit in 30 days with Belinda's belly blaster program. And it's like, a, you know, and it's. It's fucking hijinks, you know, it's, it's shenanigans. But this was like actually like science-based. So like the academic part that you're talking about, it's like, I, I mean, in the last year, I just learned actual shit instead of like going on YouTube and just, you know, saying like, everyone should be a vegan because vegetables. It's like, oh, now I understand like what minerals are, what protein is, what, you know, what the gut does, what how detox works. And so, so now I'm in it, dude. Now it's like, I can't not know the shit I know. So now it's like, I have to... I have to fucking help people. You know? So l let's talk about unhealthy eating for a minute, which uh, I fall victim to. But I think in what I, I want to get into some of the consequences. And I don't even mean like the long term health consequences. I more mean the day to day of like having good energy levels or like I can tell you sometimes like I know when the unhealthy I, I've had both. Sometimes unhealthy eating can cause anxiety because I think your body just knows like, hey, you're killing me. And it starts kind of giving you a little bit of panic. Cause sure. like your body just know you're like, your body's like, what the fuck is going on here? I think that happens. I also think like when you overeat, it can, it can cause depression because your body's like, Hey, you're just kind of giving up here. Like yeah. <laughs> this is your evening. You're just gonna, you're just gonna stay home with your pizza pie. Yeah. And then there's also, um, I think insulin crashing when you just kind of overdo it and your body's like, shit, I need a nap and I got to reset here because it's, you know, you just woke up, it's 10 a.m. and you ate a Danish, and that's not what you're supposed to do. Right. So uh, I'd love to hear a little bit about, like, what are kind of, like, some of the worst things you could be, you know, you could be doing to your body, mm -hmm. and what exactly is going on, on on the inside that you're, like, experiencing those things? So I want to hear, like, some, what are some, like, the horror stories? Like, if, if you're eating McDonald's at lunch, what are you doing to yourself? And I'm not talking, like, hey, 10 years from now, you're going to have a heart attack. Right. I mean, like, hey, you're not going to be able to sit down in the afternoon unless you get yourself some Adderall, because your body, your brain can't focus. It's not, it's not meant for, like... So you just want me to tell you everything bit. about health in the next three minutes? Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Uh, so... Basically, I mean, dude, your body works in a very specific way. And this is the problem with dieting because everybody's bo everybody's bo body is different, obviously, right? And so, you know, from the fucking cellular level to the skin level, uh, it's like your genetics are different. I mean, your body has a very specific blueprint in the way it works. And that blueprint has been slowly evolving for two million years, right? And then it's just in the last, like, you know, hundred years that now we have all of these fucking chemicals 
just bombarding the body and the body's like, I don't know what to do with this. You know what I mean? Your liver is like, I've never seen orange six before. You know what I mean? Your body's like, I've never seen uh, trans fat. I don't know what margarine is. I don't know what fucking uh, heated vegetable oil is. You know what I mean? So it's like your body, it's pretty amazing the fact that, um, that your body can process all that shit. Right, because it, it's it's just like it's just improving. It's like, all right, well, these are Doritos. I guess we'll just fucking put them on your ass. I don't know what to do with these, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's basically yeah. what's happening. That's like my problem with the paleo diet yeah. too, because they're like, well, we we need to eat like we used to eat when we were, you know, cavemen. And it's like that's not that's not possible right right now. Because if a caveman did eat a goddamn Dorito, his body would have probably like literally fucking exploded. You know what I mean? Because you just the body just doesn't know what to do with that shit. So essentially, like <laughs> when you're when you're getting fat, it's like you're the fat isn't because of the calories. The fat is because of the toxic shit, right? And so the fat is like a storage. It's a storage. It's an organ, okay? And it communicates. There's hormones that go in and out of it, and it stores toxins, right? Because it's like we got to keep this shit out of the blood. And the more you put in, the more the body's like, okay, we're going to put, you know, we're going to put the refined sugar here. We're going to put the, the, the fucking bread over here. We're going to put the chemicals over here. It's just like improv. It doesn't know what to do. And then when you start like drinking more water and then eating like stuff that it, that it knows what to do with, like, you know, vegetables and fruits. And, um, I mean, even some grains, uh, meats, things like that, the, the body's like, okay, we, we know what to do. It's cause this is what we evolved to do. And there's certain hormones and proteins in you that, you know, th- they've been doing this shit. You know, it's like when you were conceived, the body like came together and it was like, here's the, here's the blueprint to do everything with everything. And then as long as you give it that stuff that it knows to do, it will do it right. So, um, I guess that was a real abstract way of answering the question. No, I saw like, so firstly, you kind of your approach is you got to eat all natural stuff because if you're putting chemicals in, your body doesn't know what to do with it. But then I'm more looking at it not so much from your gut or putting on fat. I'm looking at it more from just mental clarity. Right. So when you throw the shitty food into your system, what's going on that like it's so just deduces from mental class you know what i mean that it can either cause right depression anxiety or just that like sluggishness of like oh fuck i don't want to i don't want to do this yeah well dude okay so gut health right this is like this is like the current thing going on in health like you like everybody needs to understand gut like they should teach this in first grade because this is probably the most important thing people should understand is that your gut is literally your second brain. Your right. gut controls everything going on in your body. Like 99% of the chronic disease, cancer, diabetes, uh, Alzheimer's, fucking all that shit, right? Comes from the time a piece of food goes in your mouth to the time it leaves your asshole. Every health problem you have that's other than getting hit by a bus uh, is caused in that time, right? So in your gut, it's like if you're not breaking food down properly, it's like I always like compare it to, you know, Indiana Jones. I've never really seen the movie, but there's that famous <laughs> scene where like <laughs> it's always good going into a reference. Like I got the perfect reference. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it works, but just hear me out on this reference. <laughs> I just feel like I've seen this a million times. But yeah. where he's like running from the boulder. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah classic. That sure. boulder going down the the thing. Okay, that's what that's what undigested food is doing in your stomach right now. Okay, it's a big so big old boulder chasing after. It's just a boulder. Indiana Jones. Right. So if it doesn't, so when it goes into your stomach, it needs to be broken down. It yeah. needs to be taken out. It needs to dissolve that's through hydrochloric acid right the same shit that if we took like a drop of it and fucking dropped it right here it would go wasn't that in a fight club wasn't that what they were putting on the people's hands i think so 
The yeah. hydrochloric acid? That's the shit in your stomach. Okay. Yeah. Am I right on that? I think so. All right. I've never seen it. it. I think <laughs> yeah. you guys got to up your movie game. I mean, how have you not seen Indiana Jones or Fight Club? I right. think that was lie. Is that the same thing? Uh, that's what they used to break down dead bodies in the woods. Yeah. So that was like yes. the whole idea that we're making soap and that's an important part of like, you know, separating the fat when you're making soap uh, oh. was the lie. So that's why he kissed his hand and then put lie on it. Mm. And then, yeah. Well, there you go. Sorry. I watch getting, Fight Club a lot. Yeah. Fight Club's <laughs> one of the best movies, dude. Uh, not, we're going to get back to what you were saying in one second. Hydrochloric acid. Is that that thing you were telling me you can actually take to help your body digest stuff? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Because like if you're eating unhealthy, you were saying that's kind of a decent hack is that you can... Take hydrochloric acid prior to eating unhealthy. It will at least help your stomach process what you're throwing into it. Yeah. And if you don't want to do hydrochloric acid, like you could do apple cider vinegar, right? So this is oh, like, that that's works in a similar fashion. Yeah. This is the thing that people confuse about a- apple cider vinegar. There's like, I just drink apple cider vinegar and I'm supposed to be healthy. That's yeah. not how apple cider vinegar works. You're, you're supposed, you should take it like either sometime around the time you eat. So like either just before you eat, while you're eating, or just after, because that's going to go in. Well, actually you want to do it like right before, because it's going to go in and basically prime all those digestive enzymes and juices and acid. And that's the shit that people are missing, right? So like when you talk about overeating. Yeah. Okay. So digestion works in a very specific way. It's like a very delicate process, right? So like when you eat, uh, the food goes in and, you know, your body's blueprint says when food goes in the mouth, the the digestive juices start getting ready in the stomach, right? And there's a whole process. It's like you your mouth is making saliva. The saliva is itself uh, a digestive enzyme, so it breaks down carbohydrates. The pepsin in your stomach, that's another hormone. Uh, it breaks down the protein. Um, bile from your liver breaks down the fat. Um so for this all to work, though, you have to be in like a calm state, okay? So it's like, you know, like fight or flight, okay? So there's two modes of your cent- uh, your nervous system, fight or flight, which is uh, sympathetic nervous system, uh, or parasympathetic, which is rest and digest, okay? With the exception of Joseph Roberts, we're, we're all flight. We're flight. Everybody's people. flight. We're like, we're going to get the fuck out. Right. Nobody's fighting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joseph Roberts will fight you. The three of us, we're like, we're getting, we're, we're going. Yeah. Goodbye. Sayonara. So once you, so that, these are the two modes your body works in. Yeah. Okay. And it, you cannot digest if you're in fight or flight, right? Because this is like an ancient system from like when we were cave people, right? Uh, so it was like, so my you, stomach will freak the fuck out if I eat Doritos. Yep. It goes into fight or flight mode. Now it can't digest. Exactly. And the outcome of the not being able to digest is either, what you're experiencing, which is like that sleepiness. I always thought the sleepiness thing was when it like from sugar spikes was more of an insulin thing. But it sounds like what you what you're describing might be more of like that anxious thing where you're just like a little on edge. It happens both ways. Okay, it happens both ways. Yeah, right. because I mean, it's like your your the blood. Uh, uh. So if you eat sugar, it goes into it. it like refined sugar like bypasses all of like the natural progression of digestion so if you eat like an apple you're not gonna have a blood sugar crash unless you're like super you know hypoglycemic or diabetic or whatever right um 
or if you eat just some like super fucking you know genetically modified super fruit or something but if you eat like an apple or an orange the the fiber in that will slow the absorption of sugar if you eat like a piece of cake or a cookie or ice cream or something there's none of that going on like the sugar bypasses all that shit and just goes right into your blood so your blood just gets a dump of sugar in it and you're supposed to in your blood have like a tea i think it's a teaspoon of sugar glucose in it at all times right and it's just every day it's just going like this it's just up and down you know it's like your your pituitary gland in your brain is regulating uh there's a whole system to this that has to do with your adrenal glands but to keep it simple you have to have a certain amount like a teaspoon of sugar in your blood at all times so when you get when you get that blast of sugar in your uh in your blood from like like refined sugar whatever it is cake candy whatever it is uh your insulin goes fucking bonkers right it goes in the blood and it just starts it's it's like a janitor on fucking cocaine it's just scooping everything up (laughs) as fast as possible and it's moving that shit to the cells right so when that happens what you'll have is that drop because now you have no sugar in your blood right so you'll just you'll just fucking fall to the ground now what's supposed to happen is your adrenal glands are supposed to pump cortisol the stress hormone to get that shit back to normal because the cortisol will go back into the blood it'll go into the liver and start fucking you know jacking so loose if you're a certain other words it, too much sugar leads to an increase of insulin if you increase your insulin you're increasing your cortisol cortisol is literally your brain stress chemical so you're gonna feel shitty jesus christ you just fucking you just explained the five thousand dollar course i took in like that sentence right there well there you go there you go you did hey, make sure you make that a so clip you can yeah. <laughs> so you can literally in your brain equate sugar equals stress it's an equation. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every so much stuff is stressed. Just just the chemicals in this room right now are right. stressing your body out. So, but but pretty much, yeah. So it's like the the insulin goes, the cortisol comes. But here's the problem, dude. Especially people in New York. You're talking about like we're all we're all flight, you know, because right. everybody is. Everybody's stressed, right? And it, it doesn't have to be like, oh my god, like I'm late for an appointment, stress it, or like, oh my god, can you believe this thing about Trump on Facebook, stress? It could be just. You know, again, like the the chemicals in the room, people like eating lunch at their desk at work, eating, you know, in the car, like eating while you're any like any stress. Right. You just doing that all day. What you do is you wear out your adrenal glands that make the cortisol. Right. There's only a limited amount of of ability they have to make cortisol. And so when you've just been doing that your whole life eating like shit, stressing, you know, not sleeping, whatever it is, dude, you just wore out your cortisol. So now- Now you gotta go eat someone else's adrenal glands. Exactly, well, that's what you do, dude. That's, <laughs> that's like a real thing, actually. You can, uh, there's a adrenal, um, uh, not adaptogens, glandulars, okay? okay? These are like, these are adrenal glands from animals and they put them in like pill form. And Ugh. so, yeah, it's like, it, it, this is like the uh, ancestral way right. of eating where it's like, you used to eat like the kidneys of the animal and like, that's what Native Americans did. They would eat the, they used to give the fucking parts of meat that we eat now, you know what I mean? Like the- uh, The what, legs. The le- yeah, like the, the steak, back. the legs, the back. They used to give that to the fucking animals. Right. And then the the people would eat like the liver, the kidneys, the yeah. adrenals, the brain, they the tongue. They the dicks. Yeah, the dicks. Oh, dude. So the balls. Yeah. Wait, can so, I ask a question yeah. really quick? I'm sorry. Um, going back to the undigested food. Now, how does that like uh affect your stomach? And also, don't take this as a uh, humor. But how does that come out and like affect your shits? Like when your food's not digesting in your stomach. Well, you'll see it in your shit. Really? You'll see undigested food in your shit more than corn. 
Like, uh, yeah, you'll see, dude, you'll see like all kinds of stuff, man. I mean, I, I've had people tell me. You pull that seen, up, Mike. I've had people tell me they've seen French fries in their shit. Like a whole French fry. Yeah, like a whole French fry. Like if you take. Like uh, you could clean it off and just. <laughs> <laughs> when, you're, when you're in that position, I mean. <laughs> Uh, yeah, dude, because that's what's happening right now is people aren't digesting their food. And so like apple cider vinegar, uh, that starts the flow of enzymes that wouldn't normally start because it's like a natural thing. Exactly. So if like you get that in there, it starts to flow as if you're eating healthy and then you eat your garbage. I mean, you could, if you're going to eat garbage, I I mean, and and like not, it's not garbage, but like whatever I was going to eat. Yeah. If you're going to eat anything and you're like, uh, Jesus Christ, like I don't, I don't want to buy hydrochloric acid pills or digestive enzymes. What's the, what's the best hack I could do? Uh, apple cider vinegar or lemon juice. So just take like lemon, like don't, don't buy like the stuff in the, in the store, like the, the pre Mm -hmm. squeeze, but just buy like a lemon. Can you do both together? Can you like get yourself a cup of water, put in a shot of, uh, Apple cider vinegar, squeeze out some lemon, fucking chug that shit down through you, a straw so you don't fuck up your teeth too much. You probably could. Yeah. Yeah, you probably could. I, I don't see why not. I don't see why you would, but I don't see why. Why not, man? I, I Just to get not. your fucking, your stomach ready. Just to get it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could you could do that. Yeah, like you also want to like take the apple cider vinegar and like mix it in some water because okay. yeah, it will fuck your teeth up. Okay. Yeah. And um, like how much would you want? Like a teaspoon? Like the cap. Just the take cap. The, Just take the cap. Just pour some in the cap, put it, and then like uh, just three times more of that of water. So like one cap, uh, one part apple cider vinegar, three parts water. And that's to protect your teeth. Yeah, and yeah. and it could be pretty rancid. Yeah, you know, like I, I'm pretty savage. Like I can take apple cider vinegar straight to the you know, dome, but it's it's pretty bad. I, I now at first I thought apple cider vinegar was the grossest thing ever, but now if you put in a cup of seltzer and you drink it with like the, the, the way that it's gross is comparable to to me when you first started drinking alcohol, and there's something kind of good about the disgustingness of apple cider vinegar. I particularly like you, you kind of, you can uh, squeeze a grapefruit. Do you want a cup of water? We got three oh, cups of water. I'm good right here. Oh, you're Thank good. You. you got, you came with the thermos. Uh, you squeeze out, here's my move for apple cider vinegar. You, you do it, you, you put your... Uh, <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> apple cider... Uh, apple cider vinegar. Apple messiah. Apple cider vinegar. I like putting it in a cup of seltzer and squeezing a grapefruit in there, it with the straw delicious all right i'm just gonna just fucking uh crash your entire world right and now go that that's and i'm, really gonna, bad and I'm gonna lose every jewish listener you have right now is that but, really oh, no. bad for you, you gotta let go of the seltzer what yeah seltzer's bad seltzer's bad end what? the episode yeah pull the feed shut it down it's over I why why, why? i drink so much seltzer that yeah, was like one of the healthiest things i've ever done is switched yeah. over from soda to seltzer don't blow up seltzer know, for us yeah we're really upset. i was here <laughs> and i wanted to change all my patterns and be a healthier person but if you're shitting on seltzer what about decarbonate what about flat seltzer you mean water <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right we'll ruin it for the jews what, what is seltzer doing okay here's the if thing. you tell me that my ibs is because of seltzer it could be look okay. i'm really? going to uh I'm, I'm gonna do the 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 professional health coach thing yeah. and say that's good that you made the transition from soda to seltzer that's a great step right but you want to take that shit to the next level you got to let the seltzer go here's it's like the quitting vaping after cigarettes yeah okay it's, you got to do it uh because the thing about seltzer, any carbonated beverage, what you got in there is you got phosphoric acid, okay? And so the phosphoric acid in the in the seltzer immediately stresses your body out because it's a, it's it's basically like a, like a chemical kind of okay. But what it does is it it switches all of your digestion off, okay? So if you're drinking seltzer, you you're putting yourself into into sympathetic fight or flight. 
You're stressing your body out. You got cortisol pumping, Holy and you're turning shit. off your digestive juices. Fucking seltzer is not even good for you. It's turning Holy off shit. your digestive juices. The digestive juices. Oh, are you out of your fucking okay. mind? My girlfriend's having huge stomach issues, and this shit is just blowing my fucking mind right now. Yeah. Honestly, I'm probably gonna hit you up after this. They feel free, like, man. Hey, so uh, no seltzer. <laughs> Apple cider vinegar, good. <laughs> yeah. What else can I make this fucking bitch drink? Yeah. All right. No, go ahead. So my next question is, because you're talking about how eating things that your body's not supposed to have stresses out your body. Why is it, though, like, if I'm feeling anxious and I have a cookie, it's the greatest thing in the world. It's instantly... It's calming. You feel good. I would say there's probably like a half hour stretch. You're like, oh, am I happy I did that? And then it turns on you. Mm -hmm. Now, I think part of what's going on there is that for so long, just getting food was like, that was the basis of our survival. Hey, I got to go out and look for food. And I think when you kind of throw way too many calories at your system, at first your brain's like, oh, we're going to survive. We're good. You know what I mean? Like there's like, you did so it, I think, I, I think it's like there's some dopamine receptors. I think that for sure, just react to sweets and going like, oh, cal like high calories. Good for you. You did it. You got us the calories. But then it seems like 30 minutes later, your body's like, oh shit, now we got to start processing this. Mm -hmm. And then it turns into nightmare mode. Um, but I'm curious to know if you can tell us the science a little bit. Why is it that at first, if we're, if you're stressing the body, you don't like feel that instantly slash. And now we're going into the theoretical. Is there a way that you could like, we could almost rewire ourselves so that like you're experiencing the consequence first. Is there like a scientific way to do that where you kind of hit the negative first so that you're just less inclined to eat unhealthy? Is there kind of like a biohack that, you know, we could be imposing into our brains or something? Um, well, to, to, to go off the cookie thing. Yeah. So if you're, so you're saying you're like, you're stressed out, you feel like shit. You're like, but let me eat a cookie. And now I feel great. Yeah. So it, this is just my, this is just my theory. Uh, first of all, the, the flour in the cookie, wheat, it, wheat and sugar are going to hit the dopamine centers, right? Uh, wheat, uh, I forget the name of the protein. It's, uh, something, some kind of morphine. I can't, it's not queso morphine. That's milk. Uh, but it's some kind you just of make it up. We'll go with yeah, it. Yeah, it's cookie morphine. That's what <laughs> it cookie is. Morphine. Cookie morphine. Okay, and uh, and and that triggers like the that triggers the dopamine in your brain. Same thing with the sugar, right? Yeah. Because again, you have this ancient reward system in your brain that you know for years when we were fucking you know living out there on the tundra, you know, like the prize was getting the berries, right? That sweet stuff, right? That's mm -hmm. why that stuff is it's always so rewarding. Whatever it is, if it's sweet, it's great, you know. Um, and this is. Same thing in the cookie. The the wheat, though, I mean, it's so genetically modified now. The, the all the different parts in that cookie that they have engineered that cookie to give you that feeling and then to make you want more, right? right. So it Fucking hits that scientist. They know exactly what they're doing, right? Uh, I mean, there's so many chemicals in it. The sugar alone, you know. Uh, if there's chocolate in it, uh, chocolate is also. Uh, uh, Tickles that uh, dopamine receptor too. So I feel chocolate hardcore. If yeah. I get some chocolate, it's like let me sit back in this chair and chill for a few little while. Yeah. So there's like there's like a lot of that like good gooey like feeling going on in your brain when you eat like a cookie or something like that. But then you have that crash again because of the the whole insulin thing, the whole sugar thing. Not to mention it's like you have these different parts 
like you said, the calories stressing you out, especially if you overeat. Yeah. That's the other thing we didn't talk about was the overeating part. Uh, if you overeat, you're also going to completely, you know, shut off your proper digestion because again, the, the, the stomach's only so big and it's like, we only got so much hydrochloric acid and depending on how fucked up your body is, it's, it's going to only make so much hydrochloric acid. That's why you want to take like the apple cider vinegar or the hydrochloric acid pills to support that function. You know, if you're making that shit at all, a lot of people are so jacked up they're not even making that stuff at all and that that's just from a lifetime of eating like shit pharmaceuticals vaccines all these different fucking chemicals you're pumping in your body are just i mean have just shut people's digestion off so it's like you have these people they're like i haven't shit for four days and that's like a regular thing you know like i'm working with people like that and it's like yeah you know it's a it's a, it's a huge what you, problem. What do you tell a man who hasn't shit in four days? I tell a woman who oh, hasn't yeah? shit in four days, uh, or a man. Uh, <laughs> I say, I say, uh, I say. Well, we're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna hit this one. Uh, we're gonna hit this one straight in the fucking uh, kisser. You know what I mean? We're gonna fucking uh, you, you know do her? some do some hardcore shit. I'll tell you what I would tell somebody who hasn't shit for four days. I will tell you to go get yourself a colonic. Actually, yeah, I would really? tell yourself to get a few colonics. How many colonics have you had? Uh, well, you I, used to do the coffee enemas. I still do the coffee enemas. I do, I do two a day, uh, two a no. week. Two a week. <laughs> coffee enema twice a week? Twice a week. That is Damn, I that wish you started so up excessive. top with this stuff. I really bought into all your nonsense till I found out <laughs> that you fucking put coffee, Dunkin' Donuts straight up the ass. Oh, okay. no, this, this is good coffee, my friend. This isn't <laughs> bullshit. Before we get to the coffee animas, <laughs> which we're, we're going to get in deep on the coffee animas in a second. You almost had me. <laughs> I, want, I, I, I have one more question on the gut health, which is I've also heard part of like the sugar addiction or your addiction to shitty stuff is that you end up with... Um, I guess bacteria in your gut that mm -hmm. thrives off of some of these bad things. Mm -hmm. And so it's sending you, it's almost like for lack of a better term, it's almost like you have a, uh, a parasite in your body mm -hmm. that wants bad things. And so it's like sending signals to your brain. Hey, get me that sugar. Get me this. Yeah. Is there some truth to that? Yeah. And how do you like, so in your opinion, what are like some skills that you could start? Like you did, a, you're, you're a killer, man. You're a fucking savage. You just cold turkeyed your sugar discipline, man. and you're like, Hey man, I'm out. And I disciplined it. Um, I'll be what, back. what can you tell people as hacks so that you could start cleaning up, you know, start kicking the sugar habit a little bit, maybe wean yourself off. Like what are some, like, here's where it hits me the hardest. It hits me the fucking, like if I eat like a meal now, I'm like, I, I just, I got that thing. I want sugar after my, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I can kind of cut back on my crap eating, but that's where it hits me the heart. Like if I'm eating lunch, I fucking want that sweet afterwards. The dessert. I want some dessert. Yeah. So you know, like maybe it's as simple as, hey man, just be more disciplined and have a banana and move on with your day kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'd love to hear about, I guess more on the, uh, maybe this isn't even the right word, the physiological side or what's going on inside your gut and what you can do to kind of clean up the environment so that it's not so prone to go, hey, give me this shitty stuff. Sure. So, okay. So you, you were saying like, so you asked a couple different things there. So let me hit these. So you were talking about, uh, is there a truth to like there being like a, sh like a, a bacteria in your gut that is like control, let's run in the show. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Dude, you, you are mostly bacteria. People are mostly bacteria. You have 10 bacteria cells for every human cell. I thought cell. I meant Robbie specifically. <laughs> Robbie is a disgusting fucking mostly bacteria bag More bacteria than others. Yeah. Uh, so we're all 10 to 1 bacteria to human cell. So right. your bacteria is controlling fucking 
everything, right? It's this is like a subconscious thing that we're just people just we're not tuned into, right? <laughs> okay. So you have to kind of like you almost have to like override like your common sense system in your brain to get to that point to understand that, right? Where you're like, oh shit, like the 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 decisions I make, the thoughts I have, the things I do are actually being controlled by like forces in invisible forces in me that are actually real, microscopic, and they're basically running the whole show. So when you build this, and you don't just go from like having bad gut gut bacteria to having no, like they're always gonna be good and bad, it's just the ratio, right? So it's like, do you have more good to bad or you have more bad to good? If you eat a shit diet, you have way more bad to good. And the, the bad, they love the shit. They love the processed food, they love the sugar, they love the wheat, they love you know the, the, the crap dairy, they love that stuff. So when you have those sugar cravings, it could be, uh, it, it could be the bacteria, it, it could also be your insulin, right? It could be your blood sugar is dropping and you just need like a shit a, a, a shot of sugar to get you back up there. Um, so yeah, so when you like when I did that bone broth fast, that was the first thing I realized, and that's what really turned me was I was a sugaraholic. Like I was like you, dude. Like every day eating ice cream didn't matter, dude. Like ever since I was a kid too, it was like. And it wasn't just like, oh, a little, like a couple spoons. It was like just going to the bodega, you know, three for five dryers and, you know, they're gone in a couple days, right? Um, but then when I did that fast, what I did was I gave my gut a break. Like I literally starved the bacteria out so they weren't there anymore. So, so it's I, like fasting. It's like a regular fast almost like that, like kills the bacteria too. Yeah. And the bone broth is there to just kind of give you like some sustenance. sustenance. Yeah. So, so, and then the herbs go in and, and kind of like, you know, they kind of whack everything out of there right so you put uh, salt in that bone broth you can yeah, yeah you can salt it up that's not bad oh yeah yeah oh absolutely it's great yeah um but then you know to answer your other question there is a nerve that runs from your stomach to your brain called the vagus nerve so everything that goes in your gut sounds like a fucking party no wonder they're looking <laughs> for all the sugar and weed and and alcohol yeah fucking vagus nerve vagus nerve baby Can yeah get that thing removed <laughs> be a normal person <laughs> you can i i don't think it'll work out so well for you okay uh but uh but yeah so th that's why like um you know i don't remember was it like the ancient greeks or somebody they used to say like the the the, the gut is the second brain like you like you know like you have a gut instinct or like i right. you know I, I feel it in my gut that comes from because you actually feel your brain is controlled by your gut 90 percent of the serotonin in your brain that's the um, that's like the happy chemical. Dopamine and serotonin. Dopamine yeah. and serotonin, right? Uh, it, 90% of that is made in your gut by your right. gut bacteria. And then it gets sent up the vagus nerve into so, your brain. So, you know, when you eat like shit yeah. and you're like, oh God, man, well, I just want to take a nap or like, like I'm cranky or like I just feel depressed or, you know, anxious or whatever. A lot of people feel anxious like when they eat too much sugar. Like you'll feel it and you'll be like, oh fuck, like damn it, like what am I going to do? Like I'm getting no spots. Like what am I doing with my life? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that comes from eating like too much sugar, too much shit because you feel it in your gut and it goes to your brain, right? What does booze do to my stomach, Um, you know, to, to this little farm I got going in there? With all these little shitty uh, bacteria that's craving all the bad stuff, what does booze do to my stomach ecology? Uh, well, I mean, booze is sugar, right? Alcohol is alcohol, is sugar, right? right? So it's gonna be the same. It's gonna be the same thing. You're just you're you're just fostering a nice community of of shitty bacteria down there. Right now, I've heard of, and I could be way wrong on this, but I heard that. They were looking into, like, I got some friends who eat super healthy. You probably, you eat super healthy. 
And I've heard that they can actually take your shit and shove it up somebody else's ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fecal transplant. And that that actually helps your stomach. Can I use the word ecology? Is that like the right word? Like, you're, like you know, you can almost view... It's like the the same way, or the biosis. What's the proper term? Like, huh? there's the forest has like its own. Like, you don't want to yeah, throw think... off the ecology. That's why yeah, I'm asking ecolo- you. You're the ecology's good. Okay, yeah. so I got my I got my stomach ecology, and mine it's like a shitty neighborhood. You know what right. I mean? Like, you're going in there, and it's like it's the slums, and it's just people looking. It's just crack whores living outside, <laughs> yeah. looking for more crack. That's it. Yeah. We go to yours, and it's a bunch of Asian kids. They're running science all day. They're <laughs> real smart. Too. So I could take your. Your shit, mm-hmm. shove it like a whole log, even, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> just take the log. Take the log. Shove it up my asshole. Yep. How does that work? And just do, do the I, coffee enemas, dude. That's yeah. going to be a lot uh, better. A lot easier. Okay. Yeah. Now, you went from doing, I admit, you went once telling me about the coffee enema, and it sounded horrific. <laughs> and not only did it sound horrific, you were telling me about how your wife was involved in the process, and I, like, <laughs> couldn't understand how your, life, your wife could still find you attractive after applying coffee into your asshole to then have to vacate a bathroom so that you could clear out your stomach like that that just the concept of any of that was i guess that's a different like degree of love that i'll just i don't have in my life yeah so but you you want that though you want no i don't think i want that but you want that love what's that is it decaf no you want the caffeine the caffeine helps clear out it's lighter roast for for more caffeine really but how you went from doing that once to now you do that twice a week yeah i went from doing that uh i had only done it like a couple times like and that was years ago i think probably i I remember you You were telling me about it the lantern and i couldn't (laughs) like i was like jesus i thought this eric guy was a normal kid like (laughs) yeah well that's what the lantern drove me to dude i was like i just gotta just whatever works put this thing in my yeah. ass fucking squirt some coffee up there <laughs> that's what yeah so uh how good wait before you continue, how good are you at coffee and like you probably get that process done in like 15 minutes like that's like no. a shower at this point now, now, now i'm now i'm much better with it right because uh, i've been i've only been doing it consistently for a couple weeks uh, again like right. i didn't do it for a while what made you stop just uh, inconvenient well i wasn't I, I wasn't like doing it like as a thing i was just like okay well i guess this is a and this is before i knew anything about this stuff it was right. just you know you just again, thought it'd be a fun thing to do with your weekend <laughs> <laughs> like right. hey what are we like, doing this weekend nothing all right well why yeah. some coffee enemas so you just happen to fall into coffee enemas and it turns out they're great <laughs> yeah well i didn't just fall into them it was what like some you know, other things you experimented with first <laughs> that you realized weren't a fit for your a lot lifestyle. of butt stuff my friend <laughs> <laughs> um the so the the reason well I st- let, let's do this a lot of people right. are probably googling coffee enema right now which they, they don't quite know what we're talking about right. so firstly walk us through that and then one of my, the next question i got add here is you have to actually leave it in there for a little while mm-hmm. Bef- and you want to almost hold it in there so that your diarrhea explosion is the max you want the <laughs> max diarrhea explosion you know what i mean uh-huh. like if you just put the coffee enema up your ass and make a like some light diarrhea you did it wrong you want to keep right. it in there Really let it absorb into your your anus. Yep. I don't know, no. and, and really diarrhea like in a way that your neighbor's knocking. Like, hey, did you guys move in an elephant? Like, what's going yeah. on? Yeah, no, you buddy, you could okay? teach an online course about this. I think you got it down. <laughs> I feel like you've done this before. But I think we found you... your autism. You're a colon <laughs> autistic person. You just get it. What do you do? Like to distract yourself so that you can keep it in for long enough mm-hmm. that you really get like, what's your move? What's your go to? 
Okay. Because so I'd probably end up eating ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you're laying on the bathroom floor, so it's not the best, like, ice cream eating situation. Right. Um, so the reason I do the coffee enemas... That's probably the grossest thing about the coffee enemas, laying on the bathroom floor. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty brutal. Yeah. I mean, there's there's nothing, there's nothing like, appeasing to it. Pubes um, sticking to your chest? <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> So, uh, so the reason I do it is because, um, how do I say this? So it's, it's for detox, okay. right? So your liver is your main detoxification organ, right? And the problem is, is people, especially in New York city, dude, are not detoxing, right? This is probably the most toxic, I don't want to say the most toxic city in the world, but definitely one of the most toxic cities in the world. Like we'll just walk outside and we're breathing in, I mean, an ungodly amount of fucking heavy metals, chemicals, toxins, just crazy shit that's not supposed to be in our body, right? Just from break dust alone. Oh, break dust is a fucking huge problem, Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. The lead in the walls, the mold, I mean. If you look at a car's tires, you can see all this black dust. That's brake dust. It's all in the air. It's in the air. Yeah, I mean, exhaust, you know, the, the fucking glue on the tables here, whatever's in this shit, you know, it's <laughs> it's all it's all around us, right? But the body's resilient. The body's like, all right, like we 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 know what to do with it. Like we can we can handle this, right? So it's just the liver is the part where the chemicals go in and then they leave your body, right? They leave your body through digestion. This is why good digestion is so important because if you can't digest, you can't get this shit out of your body. This is why people get cancer because they have have these fucking chemicals going in that are chewing literally chewing away your dna and stopping the whole cellular process from happening right so, so it's a lot like the cartoons where you get shrunk into the guy's stomach you just see a whole sandwich floating in there or something yeah pretty much yeah uh i i'm not that i know eric is a comic but it's like your knowledge here is scientific level and then the way that we break it down into just sheer garbage <laughs> it's such a great dynamic you're like okay so you got this end and you're like all right so it's like when you <laughs> You get it, okay? Right. It's like when Popeye eats spinach. Exactly. You know? yeah, yeah. No. Like I, you got to put it into stupid terms so that we can kind of digest right. it. Right, buddy. I barked at the lantern. I know how to yeah, do yeah. this. Shit. All right. Okay. So, uh, so the, my point is, is you want to get your liver working right, okay? And so what the coffee enema does is the the the, the caffeine. It's it, this is a fucking biohack, okay? When it goes in your asshole, <laughs> it goes through a nerve that goes directly to your liver. And when the caffeine goes to your liver, it literally opens up capillaries in your liver which will release bile into your Can I gallbladder. Just do a coffee suppository? Would that accomplish like, conceivably? Like, yeah, probably. Like, like I don't know how you would. Pill? Uh, no, because you want you you actually want to take it in your asshole, because that's that's well, the no, caffeine get, pill in my ass. Yeah, or ca- a caffeine a suppository. Caffeine, um, Those exist. You know, I would Google it. Uh, you probably you, if there's a caffeine suppository. Have yeah. You ever had, have you have you ever had where you're doing your coffee enema and you know it's like a cup of coffee, it gets in there, and you're like shit, that's a little too hot. <laughs> yeah, dude. The the first time what? I did it on on my oh last my round, I was oh like, God. I didn't let it. I didn't you're let like, it go long enough. You're yeah. like the lady didn't put enough milk in there. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm burning my asshole. Right? What is this? <laughs> Nutrisweet? <laughs> uh, yeah, you want to do this coffee. with black coffee, by the okay. way. You don't want you don't want like a latte. You don't want milk and sugar. Yeah, in there. you don't want like a matcha <laughs> fucking green tea or anything. You right. want yeah, like black coffee. And theoretically, could it be McDonald's coffee? 
uh, you want you want good quality shit. Like yeah. you you want like like primo quality organic fair trade. And you like fair got, trade. <laughs> yeah, no, I got like a three pound bag and, and the co- and the full coffee beans too. You don't want you cafe Bastillo like that. Right. You you throw some cafe Bastillo up your the Mc, asshole. The and, McCafe enema. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're not taking yeah, the coffee. You don't want to do that. Okay, so we're kind of coming down on time here. So uh, two two more questions I want to ask for you is firstly, are you currently vegan? And is that to you is that the ideal? Uh, no. So okay. I, I quickly want to answer your question you asked me before. What's the hack to like not crave sugar? Yeah, okay, yeah. Right? So I'll give you two. Right. Uh, a eat more fat. You don't have to be keto. You don't. You don't got to do anything crazy like that. But just eat more like good fat. The probably the best is like grass fed butter. Um, and coconut oil is great. Uh, is right? that is coconut oil the same thing as MCT oil? No, they're two like like MCT oil is probably like a more concentrated coconut oil. It's, right. It's they're similar. Um chemicals or not chemicals but uh, compounds but it's just the 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 uh mct is like more concentrated uh medium chain triglyceride but but you don't want to take too much of that stuff because that will literally make you shit your pants so you gotta be careful with that stuff that's why coconut oil is fine right so if you get more fat it's more um it's more filling and it hits your macronutrient profile and it helps you absorb specific vitamins that you're not getting without fat, fat soluble vitamins. Okay. So, so that, if I make like a smoothie, put like a half a teaspoon of coconut oil. No, go two tablespoons of two coconut tablespoons. oil. Two tablespoons. Yes. Go oh, fucking all in. A yeah. tablespoon. Yeah. This is going to be really filling. It's going to be great. Okay. Yeah. And it'll taste much better. And if you can get your hands on some good grass fed butter. Now, what if it's like, like a cold, like I got frozen things in there, will that like make it shitty or? No, it's going to make it great. Yeah. It'll make it great. Yeah. Just put coconut oil, coconut milk like this okay. stuff is it's legit yeah and it and it's good for your gallbladder it's good for a lot of stuff and grass-fed yeah. butter is good as well absolutely yeah yeah because you're getting very specific vitamins out of that and you're getting uh this stuff called butyrate which is really good for your colon so you want to you you want to throw that stuff in there uh you're asking about the vegan uh i am not vegan anymore and i would not recommend people go vegan okay so now just give us the basics like i'll tell Wait, you my approach to can i ask yeah. about uh, your opinions on the keto diet yep what do I think of the keto diet? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the keto. Well, first of all, dude, the keto diet it was never meant to be a diet for people to do forever. For, yeah, this was meant. This was this was specifically made for kids with seizures, Ooh, right? Okay, because because you know the there's something about like the sugar pathway brain situation that gives. I don't know like the medical science behind it, but that that was why scientists in the 1920s created the keto diet, right? That's the first diet where I ever did it, and like I ever felt good. Like I was ever like, whoa, look at that. Like, that's kind of what got me started on trying to be healthy. Yeah, and I think it's great for like that because it's it's brought the attention of people like we got to get rid of the carbs, right? Mm-hmm. We got to get rid of the carbs, the sugar, and we got to eat more fat. I think that's that's awesome. But the problem is is people now are doing it like long term and you you actually do need carbohydrates. Like right. I know people will argue vehemently that you don't need you do need carbohydrates. Your your body has learned over years to use carb. You don't want shit carbohydrates. You want like potatoes, sweet potatoes. Uh, you know, I mean, there's a ton of carbohydrates and vegetables. You want to eat fruit, like that mm-hmm. stuff's fine. You know, um, you don't want to eat a ton of fruit, but you do want carbohydrates in some limited amount. And you also need protein. The the keto diet says no protein, and you absolutely need no protein. Ke- I thought it was all meat. Yeah, I thought it was like eating a lot of. No, the keto diet is. I mean, you will eat meat on the keto diet, but it wants you. It doesn't want you no protein. 
want you low, like super low protein. I thought it was high protein, high fat, mm-hmm. and like eat all the steak you want. Just stay away from the carbs. No, that's like the Atkins diet. The oh. keto diet is like like seventy or eighty percent fat, and then it's like you know five to ten percent carbs, and you know ten to fifteen. I guess maybe I'm I'm mm. explaining the more honestly. That makes sense. Keto. Well, see, this is also Be- the biggest problem with the keto diet is people have now interpreted it in all these different ways, and you got right. these hacks online that are like you know telling you to do this. They're selling exogenous ketone supplements and you know this is just like fucking powdered you know magical jizz that doesn't fucking do anything and you know it's a it's a business it's an industry it's not the the real diet can be done without having to do any of that shit but it has it has to be like high fat that's the only way you're going to make actual ketones that's that's the whole point of it is to make these ketones to power your uh to power your body with Right, and you right. can only do that once the body turns into fat. If you take protein, uh, the protein will get turned into sugar in mm. your body. So that's why they they you want to go super low protein. All right, I think so, that might have been where I hit the wall because I did have the the strips I was peeing on, and uh, eventually they did kind of dip. But yeah, I'm sorry. right. All right, I would say I, I'm currently not in a healthy stretch by any means, but I would say <laughs> when I was being healthy, what worked really well for me was because uh, I'm, I'm kind of compulsive, just avoiding trigger foods. As long as I don't like get started on that thing where it's like, hey, I'm eating unhealthy, then I, I like I, I kind of have a balance to it. It's like, for example, if that I'm, big if I'm eating like if I'm eating a salad with even a hamburger on it, I don't eat that much of it. Mm-hmm. If suddenly you give me a meatball sub, I can seem I can eat three of those or pizza. Like there's certain foods that just don't like they're not that good. like they're good. Like I enjoy it, but it doesn't get me to eat too much of it. And it also doesn't get me to go. Oh, now I got to go eat a cookie. Like if I eat a bagel, even a whole wheat bagel that fucking triggers me. I'll end up chasing cake all day. That's what happens. Yeah, like, because it just, it's sugar. Yeah, the, the bagel it, is sugar. And gives, so you're going to get on the insulin roller coaster. And yeah, you're going to need more sugar. It, it's like having the taste. of It's like being a vampire and having the taste of blood in your mouth. That's what it fucking does to me and we're all different like i've been i've been in and out of like the clean stretches and i know the difference um to you walk us through what the i like your ideal diet should be like you're waking up in the morning you're having blank lunch should be blank dinner should be blank you should have these three snacks and that should be your whole day walk me through Mm -hmm. what to you is like the ideal you know basic three what is it to you what is asking you to do your job for robbie for just one day (laughs) right uh cool this is gonna be three hundred dollars by the way (laughs) Uh, by the way if you want to if you want to teach i'm good with if you want to go hey you can hit me up that's like part of my professional service right i'm i work sales i respect the sales guy let's call right there i like that if you want the inside scoop of what your diet should actually look like you got to check out the holistic al podcast and you work with people one-on-one absolutely here's the sales pitch that's all this was you listen to a whole episode you got some free health tips and it comes down to one sales pitch at the end this your moment plug it baby but i'm do you want me to give you the diet or no? No, I like no, his approach. Go, go to our no, you uh, Patreon gotta, and to get yeah, the diet. Yeah, you got you got to spend money for that kind of information. I will tell so you this. Us, yeah. I, I will, <laughs> no, don't tell us nothing. <laughs> I, I will tell you this. Yeah. The the best. You can't do that because, and it's not because I don't want to tell you. It's because for everybody it's different, right? Okay. So I can't, you know, if I say like eat eggs, well, what if you're allergic to eggs, right? right. That's a terrible fucking recommendation. What you should do, what everybody should do, and you're probably getting some pushback because you probably got some, you know, uh, you know, part of the problem people who listen to this and they're like, no way, man, the government. But get a 23andMe test or get some genetic test, right? Because what will happen is you'll get the printout of your genes and you'll get some like cool ancestry I'm, I'm stuff. I'm going to wait till my dad dies to get that. Um, just between us you, and the internet. It, what, okay. You think it might, it might I don't know. They caught him? some rapist out there, and I don't want to... 
put my all right. Should we edit that out? If Wait. you've ever raped somebody, <laughs> don't get a twenty three and me. But, well, I'm not uh, saying I ever raped anybody, but my you know I don't know what my family's been up to. Okay. Wait, you think you might be the product of rape? No, not specifically. <laughs> Are you the product of a rape? <laughs> you think someone else might do a twenty three? I would just hate you... to like get my twenty three and me, and then my seventy three year old father gets locked up for something. Who knows what he did back during the Vietnam War? You know. Yeah, I don't. That's not how it works though. I don't think it does. But they but... caught that east, that west coast rapist. All right, I really do. We're gonna this. edit that. <laughs> okay. Joseph Roberts' dad is a really nice guy, and he's out there helping kids. I and... love him. <laughs> I like how it was really broken. Like there was like a tr- you were like, but what if it's a rape and my dad raped somebody? Yeah. I think I was raped. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he served this country true. in Vietnam. You know, things happen. Vietnam, man. Hey, yeah, uh, we're not okay. editing that. So by unless the way. you're unless you're John's dad, uh, get a yeah. twenty-three and me test. Right. And um, because what'll happen is, dude, you'll get all of the genes that are in your body and you can actually uh like i can put together a fucking plan for you based on your gene like the the foods that your genes need like some some of like for instance the mthfr gene that's like a popular one now right um that means you're not methylating correctly if you what have, if you have the, the fat jewish ball gene then then you just <laughs> eat as many bagels as possible oh, okay. away you, from that's, that, no that, no you eat as much lox without bagels as possible that's your genetics telling you that you were destined to eat a lot of bagels that's what you're supposed to do that's what your dna wants your right. dna was here to express itself and fat baldness right exactly <laughs> uh yeah so so that's what i would say if it's a, so so like what i would do is i put together like personalized plans for everybody and i you know everyone's got their own everyone's got their own you know dietary quirks and you know health issues they're dealing with but there are ways to like fucking make that shit work so to give you like kind of like a like a uh, like kind of like a vague answer to that question in the morning don't eat sugar do everything you can to stay away from sugar and grains. Uh, I, I, I swear by that because i i used to wake up horribly depressed every morning that was just morning was <laughs> yeah, horrible depression and i would go listen buddy if you get yourself out of bed i'd have this conversation i'll get you some cake let's do that you know what i mean Holy go, shit. i'll get you some cake just yeah. get out of bed get started i'll get you some cake you know what's crazy is i always thought you were an athlete for what? some reason i always thought you were like an athlete no. Or just a, a fat, or a... just a fat guy. So I, but I, I used to have that conversation with myself every morning. You get yourself out of bed. I'll bring you to the bakery. I'll get you some cake. We'll start the day. We'll be all right, right? I used to for forever. And fresh then, cake, not fresh even cake. like no, no, we were stale on, cake. No, no, we were getting ourselves some high quality cake, and that was the negotiation for getting out of bed. And then I read uh, what's his name's book, um, Jordan Peterson, who was talking about the worst thing you can do if you have depression is eating like cake or carbs in the morning, because yep. then like you're spiking your insulin, yep. and you're just fucked for the day. And so I stopped doing that. Like I just I read that and I was like, okay, that's helpful. And I stopped, and it's definitely a different lifestyle and helpful. And I like I pushed that to later. You know what I mean? Like the cake thing comes, but it's like I I got rid of that in the morning. Yeah. And it definitely, it definitely, if you eat that shit in the morning and you're feeling down, that's it. You just fucked your day. And that's yeah. what kids' cereals are. It's yeah. just grains just and sugar. Cereal. Yeah. It's crazy. That's it's what it sugar. is. That's yeah. what it is, dude. It's crazy. I'm actually reading the the Kellogg's biography right now. Yeah. I just literally started, but I mean that that's what he did. Is it's he a brought, business built on addicting kids to sugar? That's all it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know how he, he he originally invented uh, John Kellogg, the doctor wanted John Kellogg. Yeah, he's an actual guy. He is an actual guy. <laughs> he he fucking created uh, 
cornflakes because he thought it would help kids stop masturbating. What? Oh, yeah. That right. was the... No, I thought that was graham crackers. I thought they said that gra- they, they, they sold Hey, listen, we, they, there was an uh... epidemic. We needed to figure something out to get these yeah, kids Yeah, I think this was a multi-prong off. approach with several <laughs> doctors trying to... How much jerking off are these kids doing? <laughs> yeah. And in the 1800s, too. What are you jerking off to? Yeah. You know a, what I mean? An elbow. <laughs> bushels of wheat. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so, so don't, eat, roll, don't no eat sugar in the morning. Don't eat sugar or wheat in the morning. Eat an egg. Eat fucking lentil beans. Eat some bone broth. Eat like a, a, a smoothie with like lots of fat in it. Uh, the bulletproof coffee thing, as much as I can't stand the dude, Dave Asprey, who who created that, it's not a bad idea, right? With the Just with the fat in the coffee. And butter. Butter in the coffee. Yeah, butter, MCT oil in the coffee. You just, want, you just nice. want fat and protein in the morning. That's that's what you want, right? I bet that'd be um, pretty nice up the ass, some butter and coffee. No, you no? just want the, just the black coffee. No? Yeah, I oh, can't. Right. Uh, we'll experiment. Well, we'll bring him back after we experiment <laughs> with what we're doing with our coffee when we shove it up our assholes. But right. you're yeah. giving it to us you know, in the most pure fashion. Right, exactly. Yeah. Leave it to us to tweak it around and have some fun. <laughs> Don't let Make me tell you how to live your life. You do, you do you. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then, you know, like throughout the day, I mean, just do everything you can to stay away from sugar and processed food. You know, if you have some sugar, if you're like, dude, I've been dieting hardcore, I'm fucking starving, I want some sugar, then have some goddamn sugar. Have a goddamn dessert. You know, don't 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 fucking you know put yourself through hell there's no reason because all you're doing is stressing yourself out right and when you start like hardcore dieting you're restricting calories this is like the worst thing you could do for your body because you're taking away like nutrients these are tools your, your cells and body need to like do shit right so um don't like crash diet if you do the keto diet do it but don't do it like for more than like a couple months, you know, do it for maybe two, three months, do it, be like, I lost some weight, I'm not addicted to sugar anymore, I like fat, and then, you know, kind of start putting some carbs back in the diet, you know, throw some potatoes, sweet potatoes, some some goddamn french fries, whatever it is, some fruit, um, don't eat the french fries too much though, but stay away from, stay away from oil, stay away from vegetable oil, Stay away from margarine. Just eat butter. Just eat a ton of fat. Just eat. Uh, I hope there's some guy that walks away from this whole conversation. He's like, "Hey, as long as I eat butter, I'm good." Seriously, dude. <laughs> hey, pound butter. I'm just gonna start my day butter. Dinner butter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and that's the other thing. When yeah. you cook, like if you cook at home and you cook like on a pan, don't coat that shit with oil. Don't coat it with butter. olive oil. Coat it with butter. Butter. Yeah. Butter. Oh, yeah. Butter. Lard. Duck fat. Uh, tallow. Ghee. Even coconut oil is okay, but you want to go animal fat. Love it. All right. Thank you so much for the health tips and for joining us. Give us a plug and let the people know where they can find your professional services. Well, this was great. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, you can find me, the Holistic A-Hole podcast, Twitter, holist- at Holistic A-Hole, Instagram, Holistic A-Hole. Uh, I am now starting my health coaching service. So if you want to work with me, you can just shoot me a message on Instagram, get my DMs, uh, Twitter, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, those DMs and do some coffee enemas with Facebook. your boy. I will, I will show you how to do coffee enema and it will it will literally change your life. Nice. I can't wait. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. That's our episode. Have a good one. We'll see you next week. Absolutely. Boom.